On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we have very important people on our show and then ask them about very unimportant things. Here's U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Uh, We are also reliably informed that among your enthusiasms, in addition to macroeconomic policy, is mobile games. Uh, There is some truth in that. There's some truth in that. Join us for the NPR podcast that considers all the other things. That's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. President Biden has invited top congressional leaders to the White House today to see if they can make progress on a bill to avert a government shutdown. As NPR's Mara Eliasson reports, they'll also be discussing another bill to send military aid to Ukraine. Parts of the government could start shutting down later this week, and the president is trying to convince House Republicans to pass a bill to keep the government open. But Speaker Mike Johnson, who has a razor-thin majority in the House, hasn't figured out how to pass a government funding bill that has support from a majority of his own Republicans. If he crosses the aisle and relies on Democratic votes to pass legislation, Johnson could face a challenge to his leadership. At today's meeting, President Biden will also be pressing Johnson to follow the lead of the Senate, which passed military aid to Ukraine, Israel and Taiwan with a big bipartisan vote. On that bill, Johnson faces a similar problem. If the bill went to the House floor, it would probably get a big bipartisan majority, but not a majority of House Republicans. Mara Liason, NPR News, the White House. Today is Michigan's primary election day. President Biden and former President Donald Trump are expected to garner the most support in their party votes. Michigan Republicans will also award presidential delegates later this week when they hold a separate party convention. French President Emmanuel Macron surprised many today by suggesting that Western troops should not rule out sending their troops to Ukraine, if needed. NATO's Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg has quickly poured water on that suggestion. NATO and allies are providing unprecedented military support to Ukraine. We have done that since 2014 and stepped up, of course, after the uh, uh, full-scale invasion. Uh, uh, But there are no plans for... NATO uh, combat troops uh, uh, on the ground uh, in Ukraine. The governments of Poland and Germany also insist they aren't planning to send troops either. It's been two years since Russia invaded Ukraine. Stocks opened lower this morning as the Commerce Department reported a steep drop in orders for durable goods last month. NPR Scott Horsley reports the Dow Jones Industrial Average slipped about 121 points in early trading. Orders for long-lasting manufactured goods fell more than 6% last month as new orders for commercial airplanes nosedived. Durable goods orders have fallen in three of the last four months. A new report to the FAA says Boeing's safety culture still needs work. The report says safety training at the jet maker changes so frequently it leads to confusion and that Boeing workers who report problems can still face retirement. Retaliation. Macy's says it plans to close 50 department stores this year and 100 more in the two years that follow. The retailer, which lost money in the most recent quarter, also plans to open some new stores under the high end Bloomingdale's and Blue Mercury brands. Scott Horsley, NPR News, Washington. On Wall Street, the Dow is now down 112 points. This is NPR. There are two very different weather patterns happening in the U.S. this morning. A powerful winter storm is pummeling the west. Parts of Oregon and California could get feet of heavy snow. It feels a lot different in the Midwest. It could hit 77 degrees today in Chicago, but that will change quickly. Chicago's high temperature forecast tomorrow is 28 degrees. A majority of Mercedes workers at an assembly plant in Alabama have signed union cards. That's according to the United Auto Workers Union. 
As Stephen Bisaha of the Gulf States Newsroom reports, it's a significant step in the union's long campaign to get a foothold in the South's foreign auto plants. What's changed now is the union has some big wins to show off. Last year, it held a strike against the big three automakers that led to higher wages and better benefits. The UAW now says a majority of workers at this Alabama Mercedes plant want a union to get higher wages and end the system where some workers are paid less for the same jobs. This is the second plant in the South to have a majority of employees sign union cards. A Volkswagen plant in Tennessee reached that milestone earlier this month. The union's goal is to get 70 percent of workers at both plants to sign cards. At that point, it would demand the company recognize the union or force a union election. For NPR News, I'm Stephen Basaha in Birmingham. The fast food chain Wendy's could soon start pricing menu items according to a practice called surge pricing. It would use dynamic pricing models based on demand to set menu prices. These could change from minute to minute. Surge pricing is used to price sporting and concert tickets and for ride-hailing apps. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News, in Washington. Listen to this podcast sponsor-free on Amazon Music with a Prime membership or any podcast app by subscribing to NPR News Now Plus at plus.npr.org. That's plus.npr.org.